Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to be my friend, Patrick Keenan, you had better go and get a pen. Of the winter sound. Maybe we can keep in touch. Joined by Daniel Van Kirk. Like we did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Up. I, Can I just say something? Oh it gosh. holds up. The greatest, All these the, other the podcasts, the like every year they got to get a new song. Not Patrick. <sighs> not the Winter Sounds. Rory. Not the Pen Pals. When you were doing your, and I say this with love, beautiful singing face. Yeah. All I could think about was back in the days when you were doing your face swap videos with your infant child. With little little baby Elliot. <laughs> hey, there it is. I know. We've released. We've released it. She's a star now, dude. She's dude. She's getting offers. She's she getting is. Offers. She's only off. She's only straight yeah. to offer. She doesn't that's audition. Right. Well, that's because we were unwilling to drive her and you know COVID and <laughs> all that. <laughs> hey, uh, dude. It's hey. You know what? You know, L- little play. I do on, know what. Little play on one of my favorite movies of all time. It's yeah. the week of the show, y'all. Folks, it's the week of the show, y'all. Waiting for Guffman. Oh, I love you, Roar. God, and I honestly, I don't think I would have gotten that if I didn't force my wife to watch that two or three weeks ago. Had she ever seen it? Hold on, hold on. Elliot, are you watching another episode? This is real life, We're people. doing dad stuff right now. All right. Got to, you yeah, always got to check in with these kids these Wait, days. had your wife not seen Waiting for Guff? Man. She, so here's what here's what Jordan will do that I kind of love and respect, but it does drive me crazy. Okay, and I think you're similar in this regard. Does she hit like? You? So she hits me. Um, we surf Netflix as we all do, sure. or you know any of the streaming services. By the way, Pen Fifteen Season Two, check it out. It's out. Mm-hmm. But we surf all of it. Yeah, and when I come across a movie. You know, like we came across Waiting for Guffman, and I just told a story about, I was like, oh, the first time I saw this was in college, and I made my student film 
I kind of like tried to do a mockumentary because I didn't really know what no. a mockumentary was, and it got me so excited. Rory, so I did does a student that exist? film. Yes, I have it. <gasps> it is so bad. Uh, I play a character called Kirk Oswell. Uh, he's wanting to be this famous actor, and he thinks he's this huge star, but he's so clearly not. And I, I made it because I saw Waiting for Guffman. I was like, oh, my God, a mockumentary is so fun. So I sure. did all these interviews with sure. different people and created this whole story. And I told Jordan all that, and she was like, I don't think I've ever seen it. And so I go, oh, we got to watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get yeah, so yeah. excited yeah. when someone hasn't seen it. So now I I'm going to get to live through somebody else. It's the... Honestly, it's actually starting to eating, eat, eat away at me, but it's what I feel with you and Hoosiers. Like, I'm so excited because I know that you will love the movie. Will I cry? We're so we're so close to getting the... Uh, just just an update. Do it. I got, I got roommates moving in the back that know their shit, and mm-hmm. we're going to get the projector set up. Uh-huh. We're going to get a screen going, uh-huh. and we're going to do a little outdoor socially distance uh, Hoosiers, and we're going to... We we'll, are? Yes. We're, we'll, get, we'll get some... Do uh, I get to be there? Well, that's the whole reason we're doing it. And so I'm we're just gonna, the guy who doesn't figure out. Like, but it's then you your don't birthday. show. You d- we <laughs> built this up for three years. <laughs> you don't show up, dude. I can't it. make it. Imagine you yeah, not. going on to like the Instagram Live or the Zoom or like whatever we give to Patreon people or whatever. And yeah. you're like, and you're like, hey, so look, we it's still we <laughs> we're still gonna have a great time. Um, right. Dan just told me he didn't even give a reason. He just said not gonna make it. He said out. He just wrote out. <laughs> Um, so I'm kind of worried about him. He won't answer his phone. Right. You're um, like, I don't know if this, yeah, what this means I, for the future tonight. I don't know what it means for the future of the show. A friend, a friend setting up outdoor projector screen to watch a movie is maybe one of the few things you can't bail on. You like no. have to go. To you got to go. <laughs> There's so much. Like if we were going to watch it inside, you mm-hmm. bail. You're like, ah, yeah, well, yeah, I, hey, I, right. I caused nobody work. Right, but if you're right. like, I'm like, Daniel, I measured six feet. Mm-hmm. I set up chairs. I got a <laughs> door guy. There was a bouncer. I got lights. I brought wristbands. People have wristbands. It's an open bar, but if you don't have a wristband, you only get two tickets. Damn, there's a lot going into this. I got a buffet of apps from the Cheesecake Factory. (laughs) This is your night. And you're like, "Uh, out. Yep. (laughs) If you didn't didn't get that brown bread from the Cheesecake Factory, I don't even, I don't leave Uh, my house. Well, now I know. Good note, note taken. Um, Um, Wow, that's great news. But yeah, so she's like, I didn't even know about. Well, we're setting it up. It's not. I, there's nothing to talk now, about. Now yet, you're just the, now it, you're the dad, the part-time look, dad who's tempering. Can't do it. The, <laughs> we, like that, look, I said I might take you there for your birth. Let's just we'll figure it out as it gets closer. <laughs> you're just like the deadbeat dad who gets me all excited. I said it depends on if the Braves win on Friday <laughs> or not. Like all these variables that don't matter. Right. Like well, why does that matter? Yeah, if they I mean, win? just keep in mind, I am going to see if I have to work. I still yeah, might have to I, work. I, I'm told that I'm off, and also I've been told I don't have to come in. But let's right. just see could if I have to work. Could be on call. We don't do on call, but I could be yeah. on call. You never. But know. someone, you know, you never know. Uh, we start watching <sighs> Waiting for Guffman. We get pretty deep into it, and then she's like, "Oh wait, I think I have seen this." Shut up. And uh, let me just tell you. She has pulled that, and she doesn't do it on purpose. It's not malicious, right. but she has yeah. pulled this but fucking move, move yeah. for 15, 16 years. Today is our, right now, is our is our seventh anniversary. No way. We got married September 21st, 2013, bro. Congrats, uh, buddy. That's right, folks. You're getting a record two days before you hear this. Mm-hmm. When is what? When um, is what? Well, I guess when is now. It's when is now, technically. <laughs> we now we now know we can yeah, answer. But now it. Is when. Well, when, it, when is now? 
But is now when. Right. So many variations. Shanley, you figure it out. Put a hashtag in front of it. Be respectful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're that lazy. Now we're letting him decide. Right. You, there, you, um, you found, there was one in there. Yeah. You, you felt it. But she's done that so many times. It's uh, You know what it's like? It's like giving me a Christmas present. I rip it open. I wanted it. And then she goes, oh, sorry. Wait, no, that was for... <laughs> Sorry, that's for Jim. And you're like, wait, what? And she's like, I, you can't have it. It's not for you. And right. so we didn't finish the movie. I just, I turned it off. I was like, well, then I don't fucking give a shit. So but you mad. got to the Fred Willard scarf scene, right? Because if, if I do it, him, when he and, goes back to Eugene, we go, but I don't him. And he, he, he no. <laughs> like, it's so genius how stupid oh, that is. It glorious. must have been so fun to be in that movie. Oh, fucking A, man. Because you never knew each. You didn't know any day how funny it was going to be. Right. Like, you all were right. finding it in the moment. My sister was like, have you seen this movie? And this is in 2001, I think. Uh-huh. And I was like, no. And so I went to Blockbuster and rented it. Uh-huh. You know, that was your that was your only option. Sure. Went to Blockbuster, found it. I was like, oh, my sister said I should watch this. And, like, she was, she never is like, you, oh, you got to watch this. Right, right. And so I was like, all right, I, I guess I got to see it. And, I mean... 15 minutes in, me and my roommates are like, this is the best movie we've ever seen. So great. <laughs> They're like, this is the most genius comedy of all time. So, um, Anyway, it's yeah. the week of the show, y'all. It's the Anyways, week of the show, y'all. In two days, mm-hmm. we have our second pandemic live pen pals. The yep. pandemic pen pals. Yep. The PPP. Yep. Triple and P. Here's the deal. We tried to do right by y'all. Because yeah, here's how the process tried. currently works. Yeah. You you email in, you say, I want tickets. Lissa, who produces the show, hits you up and says, all right, you got them. Just send me the money for your tickets. You locked in. And about, I would say, close to 30 of y'all haven't given her the money, which means you're about to lose. We were holding those spots for you. We were holding them. We were, hold, we were trying to do right. That time has come and gone. That is come we and tried. gone. So we if, tried. if you want in, you're in luck. Yeah. You're in luck. And guess what? And I would get on it ASAP just because too. there could be someone going, oh, shit, I meant to reply to that mm-hmm. right now. Could and be they're replying to it. So yeah. I'd say pause if you're wanting to go. Maybe you don't give a shit. Maybe you don't want to go. Who? I, you think Daniel and I care? We're fucking... We're just we trying. do care. That actually does right, hurt we our do feelings. Care. But right, yeah. it, it's, it's not nice. It's not nice to be like that. But if you <laughs> if you do want to come, what we're trying to say is there, there are 30 available tickets yep. that... Are, they're gonna go. They're gonna go. But and here's why you want to be there. Here's why you want to be. there. Pay for them as soon as you get the email from Lissa because you now see what happens. Yeah, we'll turn on you quick. That's what we sh- people ha- hashtag. <laughs> we'll turn. We will turn quick. We will turn. So here's what we, we here's why you want to be there before the show. To One, turn. it's gonna be so much fun. Two, you might be able to get to hear about somebody cool like Mauricio. Remember that. Three. <sighs> We will be talking about some really uh, fun and also needed, but also just interesting changes to the Patreon coming up. Yeah, you're not going to be losing anything. Don't worry. And then uh, we will also announce when we're going to do this in October, and those sale- those ticket sales are going to go on boom right away for all those people. So you'll get early heads up to that. And yep. also, Rory. Yeah. The plan still is that for at least half of our gone to the letters time. We will read Pen Pals the movie treatment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm so excited for this. I know. Can, me I, too. can I quickly? We never do this. And the only reason I'm doing it is because we got a letter. I know, so it is a letter. It counts. 
this can this counts it is as a the letter. letter. We're just going to do it. We're going to do it up. Well, but well, I just wanted to. I, this is like a letter that I just wanted to read to everybody. If you are thinking about either coming to the show, we're going to be doing more of these. We had so much fun. But if you are on the fence about maybe watching the live pen pals Zoom on Friday, this comes to us from our friend Jamie. And I'm just going to speed through do it, it real fast. Do and it. we'll do the names at the end. You'll know what I'm talking about when I get there. Okay. Dear Daniel and Roy. Oh, you know, never mind. No, no. That's uh, great. So anyway. This is a good letter. This is a great letter. Dear Daniel and Roy, the Pen Pals live Zoom just finished, and I want to tell you both that it was so much fucking fun. Thank you so much for doing it. It was great to see you both live and to see all the other pennies and palers. And you guys were GD hilarious. I watched it with my husband and 17-year-old son, hashtag grow the show, and they loved it too. We were dying laughing at so many things. The porn part was so fucking funny, <laughs> and we ended up talking and joking about it afterwards and figuring out what our porn names would be based on your childhood uh, pet's name and the streets you grew up on. My husband wins with Sugar Jackson. I That's definitely the truth. Hope you both are doing well and finding some respite in these tricky times. Much love. Cheers, Jamie. So, love we never it. read a, a letter so quickly, but that kind of fits into oh, sort of our great. rate and review type yes. thing. But that was, you know, that's how much fun they had at the live pen pals. And I got to tell you, I, I know exactly what they're talking about because I felt that same level of fun just riffing and hanging out and getting to talk directly to the people that wrote us oh my God. Uh, letters, which brings us to our next point about this uh, Friday's live Zoom. If you're going to be there and you want to potentially have your letter read, mm-hmm. write us an email. And Daniel, what should the subject line I would be? Put, I would put Pen Pals September live show. Something yeah. like along and then that. We'll know that you're, then we'll know that you wrote us this letter and that you're on the And that you'll be there Zoom. so that we yeah. can talk to a, a real life may, John Malkovich you may hear from Lissa. You may hear from Lissa beforehand just saying that we may read it. We may just surprise you and uh, you know go to your video and actually talk to you. If you've already written us an email... Like let's say you did it uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, yeah. three years just ago cha- before the show gonna even be started. On the Zoom. Yeah. yeah, and you're going to be on the Zoom. Just change the subject line and send us that email again and we'll we'll take a look before... Yeah, or Friday's reply show. to that same one so we don't have two. Di- it's all in the same thread, but yes. you could still change that subject heading. That's a great call, yes. Aurora. And then and then we'll we'll know and we can and those letters are just as as valid because as you know, when is what Daniel Wait, porn what? name? What is your yeah? Porn that's name? all I was gonna ask you. I knew I wanted to, I wanted to ask you before you asked me. Okay, you ready? I actually really like mine. Yeah, what is your street I grew up on? And what's well, your first pet? And then the street. I'm right? just gonna tell you the name. Yeah, Heidi Maine. <laughs> Heidi You're Maine, like, dude. Yeah, I like it. It's okay. It's not. You know great. what's fun? Maine Heidi. <laughs> That's not bad either. Works both ways. Mine is Ralph Claxton. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. I should make that a character in something just because that name is so fun. Now see. That's my we, I that's my uh, childish Gambino moment. That's how I come up with my That's good. Name. Ralph Claxton. Yeah, if you I could see him being brought on on stage to drop a yeah. beat. If yeah. you could But see, here's the deal. I lived in three houses. Which one? It's the first house? Cuz I go lived, with go with first house, first pet. Well, that's yeah, my first pet was Heidi. But okay. Main Street was when we lived with Grandma. And the house okay. before that, I don't really remember. We were like five. when we, I don't remember what that street was. Oh, what was. the street name was. Yeah. And then the other one was 7th Street. So, I mean, could my Heidi porn name... Heidi 7. Heidi 7. Or if, it's actually a highway, too. So, you could you could call me Heidi 251. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, were there 250 Heidis? Yes, there were. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. that's where I stand Heidi in the porn world. I'm the 250 mm, robot. best Heidi. Yeah. I guess, so, mine sucks, Roar. 
it's it's not great. Right. Yours it's is not great. Yours is very great. I got lucky. Who Which makes mine Ralph. even suck more by comparison. Sheepdog, too. I mean, just a oh, bushy. That's fun. Couldn't see its eyes. It looked just like the Shaggy Dog. Oh, I love um, that movie. It looked just Fred like Fred McMurray, the Shaggy old school one. It looked like Fred McMurray, not the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that guy worked, man. Follow he was me in every boys. Disney movie. Follow he was me, in boys. Every. Flubber. Uh, was he the dad in My Three Sons, too? I th- or was that a whole uh, different I don't know. deal? I don't know. That might have been a different guy. But I know like that that dude, Fred, worked everything. Everything. He was the guy, and he did it so perfectly. Perfect. If you told me right now, if you just held up his headshot and you said, was this guy ever president? My brain would kind oh, of yeah. think he was because yes. I saw him so much right. as Or at a least kid. he was like, like a friend's grandpa a that you met once. Like, I think I... He was president right before Reagan was. Like, that would kind of make sense in your brain. Have you seen Follow Me, boys? No. Kurt Russell, 11 years old. His dad's oh, the town yeah. drunk. I, I, no, you know what you kind of forget? Kurt Russell being in every Disney movie. Every, yeah. Kurt Russell is, is the, the Zach... Uh, Efron? Zach Efron. Like kind he, of is. You know, more, so, more so. I mean, yeah. he was in so much Disney shit. He's mm-hmm. like the Mouseketeers type guy who was... Well, those kids. He was like, I wasn't a Mouseketeer, but he was in like the films. Right. He was in all the films. Yeah. Dude, Kurt Russell's dad is the town drunk. Frederick yeah. Murray and his wife can't have kids anymore. And yep. he just loves... He loves kids. He, he wants to help influence the youth. So he becomes like the scout troop leader in the little town. And uh, everybody kind of feels for them because they can't have kids of their own. And so uh, he ends up taking Kurt Russell under his wing. And then Kurt Russell's at like this like school meeting, like with all the town being there. And his dad was supposed yeah. to be there and his dad never showed. And, you yeah. know, Fred McMurray's like making him feel better about it. And then his dad shows up and he's hammered drunk. And he's like, I brought ice cream for all the kids. But he like stopped at the bar after getting the ice cream and got drunk. So it's yes. ice cream like is spilling all over. And, and Kurt Russell's melted. mortified. Yeah, dude, he uh, is mortified. It's crazy. He's so mortified. And also, dude, is there um, a, there's got to be a restaurant called Mortified. Like a haunted house fried chicken place. It's a haunted house fried chicken and mortified. And the owner's name is Mort. And that just <laughs> happened to work out. That just happened to work right. out. That was never the focus. Right. right. Someone goes, oh, your name's in it. He goes, you don't even notice that. He's been open for 10 years. There's, never wait, noticed now it. I'm sorry I'm doing this. There has to be a garbage pail kid named Morty Fried. Right? Morty Fried. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Did we're garbage pail kids? I'm sorry. I, we were so... It's the week of the show. Did you do it's, garbage it's pill kids? It's the week of the show. Did I? Did was I into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me yes. too. My I mean, mom when the movie came out, it. you were like, "I know," and, and you know what? The, all the parents are right. Like, what is this fucking but it, stupid? Dude, it got shit. roped into the satanic scare of the eighties. That was all part dude, of like that, Satan's gonna get your kids. This is such a great yes, and this is such a great. Uh, th- this just brought up this memory, garbage pill kids. God, I'm having deja vu that I've already told you this. But yeah. Garbage Pill Kids was the first thing uh-huh. that I traded. I remember a kid at school was like, I've got this and I'll trade your so-and-so. And I like spent the whole day because I was having a hard time parting <gasps> with the thing that was mine. And that was the only hiccup. 
Was but it? I was also like, well, then he will then have it, and I won't have <laughs> it. It wasn't about what I would gain. Right, right. But I also was like, he was an older kid, too. I think he was like a grade or two above, which <laughs> meant like second or third. Right, but an uh, adult. Third grade. And yeah. I, and I was, yeah, so like a college kid. Right. And I was like, oh, he's tricking me. This yes, is a trick. I'm yes. getting scammed. And like friends, I remember were like, trade it, do the trade. Don't do the trade. I had friends like, don't do the trade, man. Just keep your cards. Did you do it, Roar? <laughs> I can't remember. I hope I, you did. I don't think I did. Do you think there was a garbage pail kid named Gory Rory? Yes, there has to be. What there if there has a, to be? What, is there a penny or a paller that will draw us garbage pail kids? Gory Rory. And what would mine be? Fanny Danny. It's got to be Dan, <laughs> Dan, or it's got to be Dan. No, it could go be with Dan. There's a lot of things that would rhyme with Danny or Dan. <gasps> what is mine? Or Kirk. The alliteration with Kirk. Is my, maybe mine's Spaniel Daniel, and I'm part dog, part boy. Spaniel Daniel. What's mine? Yours is perfect. God, this is no. Just like I the think yours thing. is better. I think yours is yours better. Is better. Gory, Gory, Rory, Rory means mine's gonna be. Yeah, but mine's gonna be gross. Spaniel. They're all they're Spaniel. garbage pail kids. Spaniel Daniel <laughs> is already fun. Oh yeah, they're not. They're supposed to be gross. <laughs> Gory Rory is absolutely perfect. <laughs> Gory Rory. Yours is gonna be. I already like Spaniel Daniel, a half boy, half dog. <laughs> I don't know why I keep with Van Kirk. I keep thinking it could just be Daniel Van Kirk, but it's you and you're a van. <laughs> and I'm just sitting by a garbage you're a van. can. You are a van. Oh, that's good. And your face is the front of the van. Ooh. And it's just Daniel Van Kirk. Maybe it's dude. Dan- that might be, we might have some new tour merch for you just off that <laughs> And riff. you. Oh, you mean for uh, them? For everybody. Yeah. Um, I, all right, so okay. that 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 wraps it up in terms of keeping you guys apprised so, of yeah. what what uh, we need for Friday. If you got a ticket, you got an email from Lissa, pay her so you can come to the show. And also, um, if you want to come to the show, know that those tickets are now wide open. So if you want it, get get on mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. But now I think it's time to Let's do it. Go. the significance of that song you just probably randomly played that you feel was very random? It, no, I was trying to get the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> yeah, I know you were. <laughs> but I played Eye in the Sky to close out my hour on tour. The whole tour. That was the, oh, really? that was oh, the final great, song that was played. That's a great fucking choice. Dude, you went almost 30 seconds. You went like 27 yeah, seconds. Yeah, but you know what? I didn't connect him. I had to take a breath before I said... Uh, to the letters and that doesn't I'll never, I don't, I, and I'll I, never I didn't even know that was criteria myself. I'll never forgive myself <sighs> I thought it was um, wonderful you want to reach up and do it yeah you want to reach up and dangle one down yep. here I go ready hell yeah Daniel <laughs> Van Kirk Dan Spaniel Daniel folks. <laughs> I can't be mad because I made that up 
And you know what? I, you know what's gonna happen? And this happens all the time, and I'm not hating on it. But you know, in the moment, you can only have what's available to you, much like in waiting for Guffman. But I guarantee someone's gonna hit us up on one of the various ways you can and say, yes. Why didn't you say blank? And they're not gonna be wrong. But I didn't say it because we didn't think of it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best but, we had. But if you did if you did think of it, right. if you did think of something, yeah, and you are an artist or have a friend, oh, I know, draw I agree. that up. I know. Send it. <sighs> Ready? Here we go. Yes. Dear Pen and Pal, my name is TJ, 25. Please don't say my name when you read this. I'm just joking. My name is... <laughs> My name is TJ25, and I wanted to write to you about a topic close to my heart. Since childhood, I've been struggling with my weight. Despite being quite active, I always had, I, I was always wider than kids my age. But as I was always quite tall, this wasn't really an issue. However, once the teenage years came around, I was starting to get bullied for my weight and other things, which led to stress, overeating, and isolation, starting a vicious circle, leading to me to leading me to weigh about 285 pounds at the age of 17 or 18. After high school, after leaving this environment, I instantly started to lose weight, despite not changing all that much about my lifestyle. Mainly, I stopped snacking and worked out for a couple of minutes every night before I, before bed. Side note, I would say you, that's some big changes and kudos to you for, for it, as long as it made you feel better. Yes. I was so happy when I reached an almost healthy weight of 200 pounds. However, since then, I've started gaining weight again. First slowly, but by the time I'm riding you, I weigh almost exactly the same as when I was 18. Obviously, I'm not happy with this situation. When I lost all that weight back in 2004, 2015, it all seemed so easy. A few minor changes in lifestyle, and I was dropping pounds left and right. Nowadays, everything I do to lose weight seems so hard and ineffective. Oftentimes, I just can't keep motivation up long enough to see results. Did you ever have weight issues that you didn't know how to address? And if not, a more, a more abstract question, how do you guys keep motivation up, confronting my seem, seemingly monumental task? Would love to hear from you and any other pennies slash pallers love TJ. And then it says, you can decide who is who in regards to pen and pal. Um, I think Rory and I have both already decided and we'll leave it at that. All right, Roar. Yeah. Roar. How you want to go? You want to go backwards? How do you guys keep mo keep motivation up confronting a seemingly monumental task? Yeah, I how, mean, how did you ever have weight issues that you didn't know how to address? This one's tough. I th this one is 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 tough, and I, I, what I mean from that is that it's uh, it's forcing me to confront my own issues with, with this. What? Uh, I, I have never had uh, weight issues. Mm -hmm. I just haven't, and mm -hmm. I've been fortunate. I think it's. It's well, I mean, when you're as active as you are, from, like through being a kid up through high school, then even into college, you're putting your body at such a base level. I was very active from I, I was very active physically in sports for sure up until I was 23, mm -hmm. and then I was mildly active for the rest of my 20s, and I, I've I've dipped a lot um, for sure. Sure, but mine has never been weight issues. It's just health issues because I think something that um, often goes overlooked, and I'm not trying to make this about maybe just want to 
bring this back to why this is very relevant to me right. is that I think a lot of people go, well, I'm not overweight, so I'm fine. And I, 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 I sometimes think it, it doesn't necessarily have to do so much with the weight, mm-hmm. um, just, just the weight. You know, if you're, if you're overweight and you feel that and you feel unhealthy, um, I think that's your body saying, let's, let's get some health going for, sure. for our own benefit for across the board. I, I, because I was so physically active, I ate like garbage my whole life. (laughs) And I now still have those. The amount of sodium you could eat and still just. My God. And I have those habits still in me. I have those cravings for all of those foods that I wish I would have never developed uh, a, a craving for. I mean, I've been off fast food Mainly, but I mean by that is like your McDonald's, your, right. yeah, your you don't you don't Burger King you don't come Bojangles is fast. Right? I I mean Bojangles, but also it's such a treat because it's so. If there's yeah, a Bojangles out here, I wouldn't be able to say I'm off fast food. Uh, I wouldn't feel right. How about often that would lie. you hit a Bojangles in LA? Once every three months? At my at my so when I lived in South Carolina, I didn't have the money to just always hit up Bojangles. You right. know what I mean? This is college. I'm doing ramen and cereal yeah, and pop tarts. You're just eating garbage. <laughs> right, garbage. Or you're, you're eating most of your meals at the like school meal plan. Right. Um, if there was a Bojangles out here, I know for certain I would probably go twice a week. And that Roar-y. is not that's not healthy. Roar. That's not healthy. Once a week isn't healthy. You think right now. I mean, perfect world. You know, not like we're all shut down. Like Normal now. world. Normal world. You'd be fighting off Bojangles twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I mean, right now... You, I, I, will, I, I will attest that when you get into something, you will ask someone to go to Magpies and bring you a lot of ice cream. That's ha- Yeah, that's happened with us. I, I know. I had Dan- Daniel was on his way over. I go, can you stop to Magpies? That's not even on the way. <laughs> it's generally on the way. It was close enough to where I didn't feel so bad asking. Right. Um, yeah. Well, before the pandemic, I was hitting up Guisados. One, we would I was go going there to get Guisados tacos ev- after every recording. You'd be like, after what, do you, every what, do you got, what do you got going on right now? And I'm like, I, I don't, I, I'm good till like 1230. I would get a heart boner when you said I had nothing going on. I was like, <laughs> we're going to go bond over some spicy tacos. <laughs> we do. We did. God, that quesadilla, that chorizo quesadilla. Guisados yeah. is open and I need to get in there and I need to spend some money there. Cause I mean, that is my, that is my like Bojangles level addiction out here. It's you just it. so fucking good. Okay. I derailed you. Cause you were saying I've, I've gone off fast food. Yeah, so anyways, I've done pretty good with stuff that I used to be obsessed with and craved, sure. but I've gotten so far away from it. And once you get your body to a certain level of health, mm-hmm. I think it's so, it's it's somewhat easier to find unhealthy things to actually kind of nauseate you. I'm actually feeling something in my mouth right now thinking about fast food, thinking about like a Whopper. Yeah. But um, it doesn't mean know. that it doesn't mean that I've replaced those you know, with the proper eating necessarily, I, I still have my junk food and I can get into sugar very quickly and very easily, which is one of the worst things for your body. Mm-hmm. And I would say this to this question, which is about motivation. For me recently in my life, my main motivation has been my daughter. My main motivation has been, well, I need to be healthy so I can have a physical relationship with her. I need to be able to run around. I need yeah. to be able to play freeze tag. I need to be able to do 
certain things. And because she wants to do it, I look at it as like, oh, this is like a workout, but I could be doing better. I mean, I should be in great physical shape so I can have that playful energy uh, with my kid. But then also, I think about my health just in terms of the fact that Right now, I'm I'm 189, I think. Which, if you saw me, you would go, yeah, that that's he looks like exactly what he should be. He doesn't look underweight. He doesn't look overweight. Yeah. He doesn't look skinny, but he doesn't look fat. He doesn't look any of these. Call that things the Jimmy that, Stewart body. Yeah, yeah every man. People I'm every. Would, yeah, and I'm not I'm not scrawny, but I'm also not muscular. <laughs> I think I'm very middle of the road have, with my I don't, I don't physique. Know. You got some musculature in you. Yeah, we're I, running them I, gassers. I know. I know. At that shoulders. time, though, I was really hitting the push ups and sit ups. And <laughs> okay, I, I cared then, but but to that to that uh, point, I I I could still have this body, and people go, oh, he must be doing fine. And you know, you might find out that my heart is in horrible condition because I don't do the cardiovascular you know, the necessary cardiovascular stuff to, to keep my heart healthy and to keep my, to try to keep a healthy metabolism. Um, so I, I would say my, my motivation is, uh, my, my daughter mm-hmm. first and, and foremost, but I got to say, I, I, I totally understand and relate as I bet we all do to how fucking hard it is to fight, uh, to fight against our urges to to eat certain foods, right? But it leads to healthy sleep. If you can oh, get healthy big. sleep, yeah, you can get sharp mental health. And you know, it's not an end all be all, but it's a great starting point. Getting a full night's sleep is critical to our to our health. It's the to me, it's the bedrock of of everything. But it's also a circle. You know, mm-hmm. if you're eating better, you're going to sleep better. I think yeah. that working out. Right before bed, I I don't know if that's good or not. I mean, there's probably someone who knows more about that than I do. But the fact that you were doing it, I think it's. A, I know I'm rambling now. But no, you're not finding I, the small. I think things, you're right. right. I mean, to me, it's like. First of all, TJ, I'd give yourself credit. You said I didn't change all that lots much about my lifestyle. Like lots of stopping snacking, like the processing that's in, and I, yes. I'm going to assume by snacking you just mean snack foods in general, not that like oh I snacked on a couple of Brazil nuts and one peach. Like you were probably snacking. Um, the chemicals and stuff God, that's like I in those food makes us want to eat so much more. I read a book once that I will half recommend because I think the author has gone a little bit off the deep end, but it was called. J- and these kids get these wands now stick with me so with me um uh, it was called the wild diet and the guy was basically like uh how many times have you had a handful of chips and eaten them and then what do you more often not do have another handful of chips but how many times have you seen someone walking around with two apples and you're like what are you doing like i'm gonna eat this apple and then when I get done, I'm going to eat another app. People only eat one of them because right. you just you had an apple. There's nobody like, okay. So yeah. when you're snacking, to be able to break that tie that goes into the chemistry of us and what we want and what makes us hungry and keeps us hungry and what we respond to and the salt, all of that stuff, that's a yeah. huge thing that you did there. And then to consistently build into your life that before bed, you were going to do some sort of physical activity is another, you're changing your daily routine. So give yourself credit for having done that. Now, I understand yes. that you don't feel great about where you are right now, my friend, but tell yourself this. One, if you had never done it, and I mean this with all my heart, I would believe you could, and you have done it, which means you can do it 
again. But yes. the number one thing, and, and Rory touched on this without using the same lingo I'm going to use, how do you keep up motivation up confronting a seemingly monumental task? The first thing you have to identify, and I'm saying all of this, maybe I should have said it sooner, is I'm speaking from my own journey through this process. The first thing you have to identify is your why. What is your why? And Rory's why is his daughter. That's his biggest why. Why do I want to be healthy? Because I want to have the most... Uh, physical activity and memories with my daughter for as long as I can have them. So mm-hmm. that's Rory's why you have to identify what your why is. What is your why? It might've been, I'm doing this because I don't want to get picked on anymore. And then you got to the place where you felt better and nobody was picking on you. And so it kind your life changed. Our whys can change. Rory, if you asked Rory this question 16 years ago, he would not say his daughter. So your right. whys can constantly change. So figure out for yourself, like what is your why? And the reason you do that is because otherwise you're living in your now and your now changes all the time. That's why Sunday nights, people tell themselves Monday morning, I'm going to get up and do it. And Monday they get up and they start whatever that thing is for them, whether that's weight loss or reading more or talking to their family, whatever it is. And then Tuesday rolls around and they don't feel like it. So they don't do it that day. And maybe that Tuesday happens 10 days later, whatever. And the reason they don't is because that day in that now, it didn't feel like something they wanted to do. And the reason mm-hmm. you have a why is because when you're now says, I don't really want to, you say, I'm going to anyway. And you know why? Because whether or not I feel like it today, this is why I'm doing it. So yeah. identify for yourself, like, what is that why? And then the other thing I would tell you when it seems monumental, there is no one thing that is monumental. There's accumulation of things that are monumental. When you look at writing a book, the, the, that is accumulation of things. But writing that one page or that paragraph or that sentence or that chapter is certainly a lot smaller. So say to yourself, if you're back up to like 285 pounds, say to yourself, I want to lose two pounds. I want to lose three pounds. And something that I've done is give yourself rewards. When I get when I lose three pounds, I, I'm going to eat three pounds of food. Yes, this is how you win. <laughs> this is how we do. <laughs> but you say to yourself something like, you know what? I've, like, if let's say you're like Rory and I, you live in Southern California and you love going to the beach. You go, I lose, when I lose two pounds, I'm going to give myself a beach day. Now, that isn't yeah. something that's going to negatively affect my health. In fact, depending on what I do at the beach, it could be another physical thing that I do there. Benefit. But if you look at it in those small increments, you don't have to look at this monumental task. Like, yeah. Rory, even in our careers, it was never about, I'm going to do this and this and this so that I can, because I'm trying to get to that. Now, yes, that's true. We do have a, th- of a an idea maybe of what our success is, but really, right. I'm just going to go to this open mic tonight and right. do five minutes, and that'd be yeah. a pretty good open mic. <laughs> I'm going to do three minutes. And so you just, the same thing, what is my why? And what is just the one little thing I'm going to do right now? Because I'm going to tell you this. When you started cutting out snacks and working out a little bit before you went to bed, you you were the one that was surprised you got down to 200 pounds because you weren't saying to yourself, I got 85 pounds to lose and just working out a little bit each night and changing snacks ain't going to do it for me. But it did yeah, because it was just little by little, you took it away. Now... I'm going to tell you this as a friend and Rory will probably back me up here because we, both of us are in a place in our life. We've done a lot of self-evaluation and and therapy and stuff like that. We're working on ourselves too. It is, it is about being happy. So in that process, what are the things in your life? If it's this case, it might not be that is 
that has caused you to put the weight back on? Are you dealing with stresses in your life? Has you, have you moved a lot? Is your job hard? Have you had relationships, whether they're familial or friendship or romantic, that have fallen through? And that's kind of caused you to put your health to the side. Because even if you put your health to the forefront and start doing it, those other things are still going to be there. Because what Rory started out by saying, and I believe this is real key, Rory, it's about how, how do you feel, right? You've said, I don't really have to struggle with this. Like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling obese. It is, I don't feel great. I think I just yeah. kind of need to cut something out for a while because it's yeah. that healthy, good feeling that yeah. you want to feel good. And the other last thing I'll say to you is focus on daydream about that success, not the struggle, not where you were, not that you lost it and put it all back because you know what? That happens to everybody. But think about the time when you're like, man, when I'm 220, 240, 215, 203, when I'm that again, that's going to feel so great. And that causes your brain to reinforce your concerns or your ideas with positive feelings rather than negative, like it's going to take me forever to get to 240, 215, 203. So yeah. identify your why, focus on just the little increments and make sure it's about you making yourself not only healthier, which is the number one key, encompasses everything, but happier at the same yeah. time. Yeah, I think the small increments is a big deal. Don't yeah. look at the 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 huge thing. Right. Because nothing when you go when you when you get turned off by the huge thing, as we all do, mm -hmm. you 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 go, well, it's just too hard. It's just too impossible. And I don't I don't I'm not trying to shit on anybody who No, but like Jordan says wasn't that. like I'm, I'm gonna be I'm married someone, to Rory for seven years. She didn't look at the she seven did not years. Think she looked this at this train had this much <laughs> steam. <laughs> but she looked at but, the next day, and that's kind of true though. You're like, I'm yeah, I'm gonna love this person and respect them and honor them today and yeah. tomorrow, and I'm gonna plan to keep doing that. But every day just kind of you re up it. It's okay. Yeah, I think you just gotta take it. You I think having the why is the most important thing. Yeah. Because you, the motivation is so it's so critical. But yeah. I think that there's I think that there's a um something to keep in mind is like what you're saying, Daniel, and I'm just kind of repeating it, but the small things matter. The, like the when I sky, want dude. to get healthier, it's and and sometimes things are easier said than done. It all depends on your personality, but you know, when I want to get healthier, my wife and I oftentimes are like, well, how about I just stop drinking booze for a little bit? Like, that's not, hey, how about I get off meat? How about I get off booze? How about I get off, you know, mm -hmm. it's not everything. Mm -hmm. So that you don't kind of go crazy and then talk yourself out of it. And then once you get control of it, then maybe add something to it. The most extreme I've ever been was a time when I... I, I I, I can never remember where my conversations are now, so they're either deja vu or I've already, I already actually have already said it to you. Dude, but when, when is why? You dude? know, I saw Cowspiracy. I know I understand that how easy it is to mock a documentary with that name. Sure, I think that documentary is worth a lot of people's time. It's about you know the agriculture in our country and how we how we treat animals, and it's not necessarily just about the ethical treatment of animals, but it's about what is the effect that this actually has on you when you digest this? And also, what are the effects it has on the environment? And because of that, and I was working with Kyle Kinane at the time, who was already a vegetarian. I don't know if he was vegan, but I had said something to him. I was like, I watched that, and I think I'm going to get off meat. And I, it was actually 
something I did for four straight months. I got off meat. I got off sugar. I got off booze. I got off coffee. And I got to say, I was sleeping the deepest sleep I'd ever slept since I was like maybe 13 years old. It was intense. It was very intense, deep sleep, undeniably incredible, deep, enriching sleep. And you know, then I fucked up. I slipped up and I went right back to all those things. And I, those four topics, those four genres of things always pop in my mind when I want to better myself. And when I want to work on, I, I don't know that I ever really care about my physical features. I'd like to not be, you know, losing my hair, but I'm also 40 and I've had a good run. <laughs> but, you know, for as far as my body goes, I, I don't really want to be a muscle beach guy and I don't want to be scrawny, but I don't want to do the work to... I, I only want to do enough work to not be scrawny. I only want to do enough work to <laughs> yeah. not be really out of shape. Sure. I only want to do enough work to to feel healthy, but you know, to 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 the point and, and maybe to close it up, as we age, we have to do more work to keep our this physical selves. Exactly we have to do more to work this, to keep I'm, our. This is. <laughs> I was gonna say you are. You thought it was easy at eighteen, and now yeah. you think it's hard at twenty five. I'm gonna tell you, and I, this is out of love, it's, TJ. It is yes. never gonna be easier than it yes. is right now for you. Yes. it is. I know it feels like by comparison, you're like Jesus. That was twenty minutes. Now I got to work out yeah. for forty five minutes. Yeah. yeah, it is never gonna be easier but, than it is you, right you, now for you. You know, the way that I, I look at it is, uh, you're exactly right. TJ, it is, it is never going to be... I'm not saying uh, it isn't hard. It's never going to be easier. But it's never going to be easier. hey, what if you get on top of it now and you feel great and you make certain adjustments and you're able to maintain? And when I say able to maintain, all I mean by that is the word discipline. And I, I'm not saying it as someone who has that. I just know that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I know that's what I lack in a lot of areas. <laughs> and I know that's what it takes to get to the finish line and, and stay there and, sure. and not have to start over again. So, you know, there's a world, TJ, where, you know, if you, if, if you don't, if you don't want it, then you don't want it. And that's, that's fine. Everyone's life is, is different. But I want to say, not just in your health, and I'm not talking just to TJ, the things that you want in your life, you that you can have them. You can work to find them. But what you need to accept is that your efforts to accomplish your goals may never hit the target. But I bet it hits a target that you find something new or you find happiness sure. or you find that discipline or you find that job you didn't know you, you want. I never thought I'd be sitting here having such a great time reading letters and chatting with Daniel. I never set out to do this, mm -mm. but I found myself here just because I wanted to get on stage and tell jokes. Yeah. Now, if you can find where I'm going with that, then, then great. I, I, to me, it's pretty obvious, but it's about saying to yourself, TJ, I want to accomplish this. Yeah. Well, the only thing that keeps you from doing it is you, and I want you to know the happiness that you want, the results that you want are not impossible. They are there. Sure. I know that they are there. As someone who is not so different from you, I have gotten there. I've started over. I've gotten oh, there. Too, I've started man. over. Not just with my health, with so many facets of my life, but what I'm telling you is that I can confirm the getting there is very hard, 
and I can confirm the happiness and joy is is potentially there if it if it's meant for you. Yeah, I you know people find happiness and joy in different elements, and maybe this isn't where you get your happiness and joy. But if you are saying, I think I'd be happier if I could accomplish these things, I want you to know, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you will be. I do too. Uh, let us know what happens, TJ. And I love that you closed it up by saying, would love to hear from us or any other pennies and pallers. So if anybody else Hell is yeah. dealing with anything like this or has thoughts on it, let us know. We'll probably read it in the palpitench. But until then, palpitench. thank you, TJ. Love you too. Sincerely, Daniel Van Kirk. Rory out. Ooh. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. Hey guys, we are back. Folks, we're back. That's right. We're going over to Rory's Corner where he talks about a documentary he's recently seen <laughs> and really pitches it to everybody. I, I, Hey, I know you've watched one very recently and you've done a great job saving it for a future episode. That's I wonder exactly if you're right. going to unleash on the live show about it. You know, maybe that's what I should save it for. Maybe, I'll save I mean, my rant. I'll save my rant. You will? I'll open up the floor too. We'll have a discussion. We got a, We got a Rory rant in the chamber? Yeah. Okay. 
I'm down for it. You know I, I'm down I, for it. You know it. what? I'll I, just throw this out there. I saw the, I saw the documentary, The Social Dilemma. There it is. Can he Don't can act he like you haven't seen back. it. Can a lot he of people have himself. seen it. The you know handcuffs what? are off. It's a good thing you mentioned it because now some people could be like, all right, I got to watch this before Friday. They can Friday. watch it before Friday. If they're, that's yeah, but why if I'm they watch it, it Rory, they may cut off themselves from the internet entirely and you just lost us ticket sales. It's not about getting cut off from the internet. It's not about getting cut off from the internet. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme. I just need you and then you need 10 people and then those 10 <laughs> need 10 people and then I will be doing fine. <laughs> um, yeah, right. I know. I talked to you on Sunday and I felt you get a little riled up. And I'm like, oh, I've, I've, I've passed it on to many friends and family and I've basically said, I know I sound crazy, but watch this documentary and see if you feel the same because I, I, I believe it to be. That's a good one. Tell people that be like, hey, watch powerful. this documentary and then tell me how crazy you think I am. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I told my friend uh, Burn, who I've brought up before, a mm-hmm. uh, friend from growing up, known each other since we were five. Uh, but I told him about it, and he watched it, texted me. He goes, I went to the website they recommended, and he goes, and I just did all the things they said to do. Whoa. His phone his phone is now grayscale. There's no color in his phone. He deleted apps. And I know, I know even right now I sound crazy. Watch the documentary. You don't sound crazy. Live your life. I, you don't sound crazy. What I love is I I'm I love when the water bobs down a little bit and we see a tip of your rant iceberg and then it comes back. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I'm well, just it. trying to save it. Just I trying know. to save it. Save it. Hey, let's in all reality, not only am I going to talk about it on the live show, I'm definitely going to bring it up, but it is something I will probably bring up for a while because it has had a I profound agree. effect on me. Me too. Uh and I and I think it's beneficial not the my friends i've told my family i've told friends but i will say this every time i tell them i go if you agree mm-hmm. tell other people to also watch this sure. that's what i tell them i go tell other people who maybe don't want to watch it but the only way we fix this thing is by telling each other uh-huh. and then deciding and this isn't so different from tj's I, letter i love it deciding to unplug and yeah. deciting that that's important enough you are because the getting, consequences are devastating. You are. It's like we're at a campfire and you're getting you're a little close to feel the heat and then you kind of back off a little bit. Now, who wants marshmallows? <laughs> then I got to bring everybody back. And if in. you watch it and hate it, then play a prank on other people and tell them to watch it as a goof. Exactly. Yeah, get oh, a good. That'd be so funny. Here we go, Daniel. Okay, uh Gory Rory. This one is this one is very interesting to me. Um, boys, boys, boys. <laughs> which I kind of love great. that. Let's hear it for him. And then it's like kind of let's hear it for the boys. And then it's there's kind chance. of a ice cream cone, but it could also be a heart. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, I'm not great at the homemade emojis. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're even worse. All I ever talk. knew was how to write boobs upside down on a calculator. And that, that's all I've ever oh, known. That was my best. That that's was the my only closer. code I've ever written. That's the only <laughs> code I've ever written. <laughs> Oh, that's that's you. Oh, Silicon am I a computer Valley? programmer? Uh, I don't know. What does this tell you? TI-82 mm-hmm. upside down. I wrote in a few weeks ago talking about all the fun time-wasting activities my roommate and I were getting up to during the first half of quarantine, and I have the quickest of updates. We've found a new source of entertainment to waste our days, namely the greatest show in television history, Survivor. Whoa. This show has it all, and it is truly a blessing to watch, but perhaps the most engaging part of the experience 
is debating with my roommate about how successful each of us would be in the game. For the record, I would make it to top six, but ultimately be voted out for being a bitch, and my roommate would be an early target and not even make it to the merch. Whoa! <laughs> you know what? I bet that's that's so accurate. Not only can you tell... that like That's so specific. Not only do you fully now believe right. they've definitely been watching a lot of Survivor, oh, but yeah. you're like, oh, they know themselves and they know each other. For sure. Uh... So I asked the two of you, could slash would you play Survivor? And if yes, what kind of player do you think you'd be? Do you think you'd excel at the physical challenges or be the puzzle solvers of the group? Would you form a solid alliance and trust the people close to you? Or would you be constantly betraying your tribe mates in order to make it to the end? Would you be your cackling selves or try to be a quieter, under-the-radar player? There are so many questions. Also... If Survivor isn't your thing, what reality slash competition game show would you want to compete on? The Amazing you Race, Family Feud, Jeopardy, Fear Factor. Double Love you guys. Day. Hope you're doing well and coping with everything this year has thrown at us so far. Chelsea. Thank you, Chelsea. Roy, um, you already know. You already know how deep I am on a show right now. Thanks to producer Nuno. Do you remember what we talked about? What did we talk about? <sighs> alone oh yeah yeah dude yeah. yeah how okay i'm gonna tell everybody here's alone ready noah got me onto this i have to give credit where credit is due that goddamn backstory to say right after this so i just I, want you to know that so noah turns me onto it with his eagle scout mind tricks and yeah dude he's got a badge for that so <laughs> so i hope people are watching this on youtube because rory almost I lost his spit, water <laughs> spit my water so just picturing that that's you're mm-hmm. like wait what is my son learning in <laughs> right. boy scouts right. he's like he's taking hearts out of people and they watch temple again. so <laughs> num, num, yeah, so uh alone 10 people in a very remote place i've seen it be in mongolia vancouver island the arctic yeah 10 people 10 survival uh tools they can take with them they're all skilled and then they go out, they're by themselves, everybody's isolated away from each other. They're also given their own camera equipment. Yes, they are, and they are trained very well. That is a big part of being on the show, is they train them very well on how to take a when to use a camera yeah, and how to set it up. Because that's the show. Yeah, that they yeah, they're the production. And team. also if someone's like, I'm not gonna to film myself a lot, it's like, well, then you're not gonna yeah, really you're not, build right. You're not no one's watching you. Right. And so um they go out there and then uh they go until there's one person left. And every day you yeah. wake up not knowing if there's nine other people or two other people or one or other just person. You. Or just you. Well, yeah. yeah, you only have to go one day where it's just you. But yeah. uh, the winner gets $500,000. I am yeah. so deep into this show. I love yeah. it so much. Yeah. I have quite the Instagram cart that is currently over $500 in terms of like outdoor essentials. Yep. Rory, we know this show. I want you to tell your backstory. You can do it before or after you answer my question. Yeah, go we ahead. leave tomorrow. Yes, you get to pick your items, but you don't get any other knowledge than what you have. How Fuck. long would you make it Fuck. alone? Fuck. Fuck. Where are we? Give me a region. Give me a location. Let, uh, like up, like the Bering Strait, like Upper Pacific Northwest. So it's gonna get cold, mm-hmm. but it's not winter time. But let's say it's like late summer into fall. So you're there in October. You're there there right now. Orcas Island. Okay. okay. Anacortis. We took. We went from Anacortis <laughs> to the ferry. I go through the details mm-hmm. that make no right. difference. Do I have to pick the ten things? No. You just got to say how long you would make it. 
Right now, I I can kind of make a fire. Okay. It That's embarrasses me to admit huge. that. That's well, that you can. Kind I do of not do know it? how to filter water. Right. Chil- build a I shelter. I don't know how to do that. I don't know that I would build a great shelter. You honestly, this show alone would be a lot better if they did it in a easily watchable <laughs> national park, and they got ten Dude, people who kind of th- don't I know. I said anything. this the other day. I go, well, <laughs> even if they did the people they still do, but like, do it in Wisconsin. Like do it in yeah. Wyoming. Like do it somewhere yeah. where I'm like, wow, I could go there and see what that's yeah. like. Like I'm not going to Mongolia, of course. But yeah, yeah. You're but right. also get get ten people who fill out a survey and they're like, and the, and they give the answers I just gave. Like, can you build a shelter? Yeah. You and, they, and you go, have you ever had to build a shelter? No. Do right. you think you could? Right. Maybe. Maybe. That's who you want on the Yo, show. You want those people, or you want <laughs> yeah. the, the people who filled out the thing for the car at the mall? You want ten of those people? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who are those people? No. Who are those people that want to win that, that van? Car. They want that fucking car. I know. Okay. Someone does win it. Someone Supposedly. Does win it. So Supposedly. How uh, many days? I maybe five. Really? I think I can maybe make, five. I think I, I think I can make it eleven days. Because at five, if I haven't acquired food, I got it. Five, I won't die yet. Eleven, I think I'd be dead. What well, would you eat? Are you good at fishing? Mm-hmm. Is that that's an my one thing? I know okay. I can fish. I don't know about and you the know fire. how to fillet. Yeah, enough to All have right. done it. Yeah, it's been how a long. You know time. how to make a fire. I don't know how to make a fire. Well, you're allowed. You're allowed the tin. Uh, I, but tools, I've never even so used you can one always of those bring the thing that definitely starts things. a fire. Yeah, but they have some now that are like. I mean, have you seen the one? Add, uh, I've either seen on Instagram the or Pinterest, but I, I'm a fucking sucker for those things, which is another reason I, I saw know, that documentary. I know, I and I really, Okay, I'm not even going to get into <laughs> it. But they have a match that's just reusable. You can always just keep writing really? this one match. And you just, when you want to put it out, you put it back into its, its holder and it goes out. And when you want to use it, you pull it out. It's like metal and you just light it and it's lit. And it's just like a one-use match okay. for all the time. All right. Do I know if that... that product works i don't know but Mm -mm. i gotta tell you it looks cool as shit Mm -hmm. and it looks very efficient Mm -hmm. um you you wouldn't have to worry about the fire because with your 10 tools but i've never even used one of those sticks but but they make them so easy now they make it so that you and i with no with no i mean i know enough about kindling and like small yes exactly blow and like getting it up into like a pyramid shape to get the oxygen flowing up you know enough to like Look, trust me. Get, being able to start the fire is that scene in Castaway. That's do or die. Because if you can't do it, I know you're out. If you can't filter water, you're out. Let me ask you a question. In that scene in Castaway, do you think it's so good? There's a part of me that believes Tom Hanks did have to get the fire going. But then I think to myself, production time and lighting. There's no way. But he, it's yeah. so good that that scene when he gets fire. It, yeah. you feel like that's what it must have been like thousands yeah. of years ago like yeah i just controlled the world <laughs> yeah i think i loved that movie i love that movie i love the music in that movie i love mm-hmm. them looking at each other in the rain and she's saying stop and he's like you have to go home and she's like i gotta go home it's, Dude, that's, it that's my second me, favorite part of the movie when it doesn't it rips work me in half spoiler it rips me in half i know but it but it but it rips but, you in half because because it it doesn't not work 
for any other reason than the concept of time. It, just, right. it doesn't work. She was because like, they four years, you were he dead. was dead, and she you moved died. on. And and he can't be like, I can't believe you moved on. It's like, of course you, you moved on. Yeah. And she's like, I can't believe your life. He's like, I can't believe I'm alive. Right. Oh my god! And, and like, you have a kid, you have a husband. Right. Like the psychological I know. element of it. I know. Just, I mean, I was. I was just pouring tears and I was in an age where I, I did not want anyone around me to know that I was crying. So I was like fighting. The You're like, tears. I do not know what this is bringing up about how time Titanic with my aunt was losing it. Really? Uh, Titanic was a big movie for me. Yeah, Fucking it is. Loved that movie. I, it, and I'm not, movie. I have no shame in it. You I shouldn't. like saying it's almost like anytime you say you like something like Titanic, my brain immediately listens to Sean Patton do his cold play bit. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> People should go check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't know Five how to... Five days, huh? I don't know how to filter water. But I don't know natural... that I'd catch a fish. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing also that I want to put aside, and it, it's only an inkling of hope. When you're in the predicament where you have to do those things, yeah. you maybe find you're, you're you smarter and better yourself. and stronger... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than you thought you were. Or you find out how weak you are. Exactly. And that you... Because we have, to no fault of our own, right. we have been brought up in a world since birth that anything you want, you can have for the right price. You can not mm-hmm. have to go to a restaurant. Right. They can bring you food. You can't. You don't even have to think have about to where your food comes from. An animal. Yeah. You cannot have to farm. You can... and. And that's it, it's unfortunate because those things are vital, right? I think that's what but we take for they're granted. They're also, but also they're not vital at the exact same time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to, and you said this when you were standing on my porch after I requested you bring me pints of ice cream. <laughs> Talk about which us. does not go bode well for my letter with TJ <laughs> <laughs> or your time. TJ, on you need alone. the discipline. By the way, I had Daniel bring me seven pints of ice cream. Different flavors. I'm not a psychopath. Yeah. Um, I, I, you said like signing up for one of those survival camps or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have survival training in Southern I California. I am, I am all in. Let's do it together when we and get I'm, the world. I'm all in on people being like, oh, this one's like crazy and hard. I especially if I'm going with a Me friend. Too. Yeah, I am all in on all being in. like, oh, great, because one, I always need five new minutes. Always, always. Always. And the only way to do it is to be a journalist and go get that five minutes. But I think mentally I could hang on. And I think physically I could hang on. Uh And I think I'd come out of it with the confidence of, all right, I think if shit hits the fan, I know enough to be uh, a worthy member of whatever community starts to establish itself. (laughs) Right. I can contribute. (laughs) I just want to contribute. I want people to go... You know, I, my work ethic alone, physically, from working, you know, so many manual labor jobs, yeah. that's, that's what I grew up in. I have that in me, and I like that. So, if, I don't know why I'm talking about the apocalypse. By the way, we've addressed nothing in this No, letter. we said what show we'd be on. Well, you're, you're, you're right, you're right. You know, I do want to, can I backtrack? You can go anywhere. It's our show. We just talk about it. Oh, yeah. It's our show. We just talk about it. It's their show. <laughs> we, now we don't even know what the slogan is anymore. We've altered it so it fits Look, whatever guys, our it's our is. show. You're all talking about it. It's all show. It's, <laughs> it's our 
show and you're talking about it. Uh, by the way, what jumped out at me was the when she said Survivor, uh, my dad loved Survivor. It is so. If you ask any of my siblings, like, what was it? They're also like, Richard Hatch. No, my dad. I would go home and my dad would be like, he truly would be like, you watch Survivor, like thinking, right? Of course, maybe you watch it. He goes, you watch Survivor, and if there was a pause, my dad be like, you don't watch it, you don't watch it, you don't watch it. And then you go, why? What about it? And he goes, I'm just gonna tell you that last week. I didn't know if you saw what happened last week, and he's got to tell you a recap, of this thing where you, you honestly, no joke. My response would often be. Isn't that always the recap? Isn't that what happens every single episode? You're not going to believe that somebody season? betrayed somebody else and then a person got kicked out and now they don't know what's going to happen. My dad would love picking who was going to Dude, people do survivor like leagues. Like fantasy football. Breakdown. Yes, my dad was all about all that. I think he'd bet at work. They would pick I be- who oh, they I totally would believe win. he did. And then you you hope that person advances. But here's what I do want to know because we 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 have watched Survivor. Yes. We are aware of yes. what it is. Yes. Uh, and I know that if the offer was ever for us to be on Survivor, I know that we would 100%. do it. But what I am curious, I'm curious to know this about you and answer it myself is when when she asked what kind of player do you think you'd be? I actually am curious because physically I, I already know that you would contribute a lot on the the physical challenges. Okay. I believe you. that. I believe that about you too. I'm curious about the puzzle solvers. I For me, I, I I would be very middle of the road. I might find something, but I'm definitely not the guy to rely on mm-hmm. in the puzzle solving, which maybe doesn't bode well for me as the game as this as the season moves along. Short. I think we're seeing yeah. some of Rory's strategy right now. He shows up, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, I don't know, guys. I'm just trying my best attitude. And then he's sneakily <laughs> in the grass getting everybody. Uh, you, that'd be a, such a funny joke in something where it's like, uh, like, yeah, Daniel and Rory don't really talk anymore. What what did him in? It's like Survivor. Like, oh, my God, they were both on Survivor. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. They were critiquing what kind of player they'd be. And they, <laughs> they started to think they were trying to trick each Dude, other. <laughs> Daniel betrayed Rory in the middle of that conversation. And they had a pact. Like, they were an alliance about how they felt about the show. Yeah. And then it came down to, you know, Noah deciding who would advance right, because, and who would get voted right, out. Right. Well, he has mind control powers. So side side note. The Joe Schmo Show, which I think we have talked about. Mm-hmm. The first season of The Joe Schmo Show, yeah. watch that. It That's is brilliantly great. fantastic. Watch the first season of The Joe Schmo Show. I think on Survivor, I would either be one of the first four people kicked off or yeah. one of the f- last four people remaining. Why do you think first four off? Because I think that my kind of like... All right, here's what we should do. Like that kind of attitude I have. To it, 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 it's a turnoff for some in a people. Certain dynamic, like, Wait, who's this guy? Yes. Okay, we don't need this. Like, I don't know. So it's like, I, they just won't like me. I've run yeah, into that Yeah, but you before. also might find yourself surrounded by, and I would, I would assume this is the casting, you might find yourself surrounded by hyper versions of what you think you are. That's true. To where on the first few weeks, you might be like, oh my God, I... I'm cracking jokes. I'm getting along. I'm helping people. Yeah. Oh, these guys, these five over here are definitely gone. They do not care well, about anyone. <laughs> I think that's what, that's when I would make it a long time. I think if I was with a group of people where I could say like, look, no bullshit. We are locked in together on this. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. when it mattered most, somewhere around that final third, final four or five people, I would then lie when I needed to. To get through to the next, to the final, See, like that's stretch. what I wanted to know because that's because you that's have to. Because here's the reason: it's like the bachelor to. and the bachelor. You're I'm there not to here win. to make friends. You're there to win, right? 
Because that's some people say, hey, I want to be happy with me when I leave this show. And I'd say to yeah. those people, good for you. You obviously weren't here then to win a million dollars. You were here to have yeah. as much good time as you can. And if you ended up yeah. winning, you'd be so happy. But if you didn't, I, that's not I, what you were trying to do. If someone said that to me, if someone openly said that in like a powwow of sure. like trying to figure out who to vote off, right. I was like, look, I'm, I don't want to get involved in these politics. I just want to be happy with myself when I leave here and I want to have made the right decisions. Right. I would almost be like, you have given everyone the greatest gift because now we don't have to feel guilty You're voting. Kicking your ass off. Immediately. You're out. You're out. You are out, dude. Right. This guy just said we, we can vote him out. He said it's cool. <laughs> he said it's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I would have a good shot at making it very, very far before you answer though. Can I tell you, I don't want to forget if you yeah. could tell me that you and I would go on the amazing race and go yeah. around the world, like uh, yeah. completing tasks and puzzles and meeting people. Yeah. And that is, that is maybe even more than alone. If I could do any show at all, I don't it would know be if the I'd amazing be, race. I'd be a bad teammate. I don't know that I'm good at that shit. Rory, we would be a blast. I'd be like show. on Yelp looking for a good coffee shop. You're like, we got to catch a flight to Taiwan. But the, the great thing about that show is it comes with no celebrity. No one remembers anybody who was oh, on the Amazing Oh, that's a good point. Race. I honestly didn't even know that show was still going. Right. So, But it wins the Emmy like every year. Uh, up it's until like, like uh, RuPaul Is that still going? <laughs> Dude, we want to be on the gauntlet together. But, but, but I think that like you and I... Going around the world, it would be like. Do you remember that Chipmunks movie where they have the hot air balloons and they're going around the world? It'd be Sorta. just like that. Yeah, you should. It's great. So that would be mine. Amazing race. All right. How long I, would you make it on Survivor? I think I could. So physically, I think I would. You know, if it's like, hey, you got to get through this mm -hmm. to win immunity or whatever. I don't know that I'm great, but if I knew I was going to be on Survivor, I would really work hard to get myself in a physical condition where I thought I I could compete i could help out in the team challenges sure. when it was physically required for me to not give up and I, when i'm in team conditions i yeah. am a guy and I, I i just know this about myself i try to spot who needs it who needs the pickup who needs to mm -hmm. hear it and a lot of times it's me who needs to hear it, and that's why i yeah, i try to lift people up because i'm like yeah if we all start doing this then the energy's good and and how can we not get it done so i would become that that kind of guy and I think it would get me a good distance. There's a chance that at a certain point, nobody wants that guy anymore. Uh, and they're, they're tired of it. And I don't know how good I would be at reading the, the deceitfulness that has to happen. But mm -hmm. I think maybe likability I could get. Yeah. I could get mid season for sure. At least maybe a little further. You, I think you'd make and it. And then the it'd merge. be like, we gotta lose somebody. And I would honestly, the day I got voted out as I'm leaving, I'd be like, no joke, I, I can't see myself winning this competition. <laughs> I truly, I Ugh. can't even fantasize about it because it seems so bizarre. <laughs> oh, I love that letter. Good letter, uh, Chelsea. You, I love that you guys are watching. Hey, I might check it out, but yeah, everyone. You know, if we're if we're telling people to watch stuff, obviously social dilemma. But uh, the Joe Schmo show mm -hmm. is so hilarious when it comes to a show that makes fun of the reality competition shows. Yeah, it's, that's it's a great so one. great. Season and the guy that they pick is a, such an angel. <laughs> that's of the a best person. part. He's the whole thing. He he. Honestly, that's why I think after it, there wasn't much of a show because it was like nothing will get better than <laughs> right. this first season. Right. Um. But, but uh, yeah, Chelsea, I hope you guys are getting through 
the madness. Keep digging into Survivor. Check out Social Dilemma. Your pen pals, Rory Mori Scory. And Spaniel Daniel. It wasn't so long ago. A podcast network. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.